This week on the Penguin Stuff Podcast, we talk about the Jason Zucker trade, the Penguins' last three games, and what trades, if any, are coming down for the Pens before the February 24th trade deadline. All this and more on episode 20 of Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. And, well, it was a week. It was a week. It actually started out pretty well. In fact, after exactly after we recorded our podcast for the week, the one you listened to last week, at least you should have listened to it last week. Yeah, if you, you didn't, to it. shame you on you. Go listen to it. But um, as soon as we finished recording our podcast last week, a trade came down. Jim Rutherford of the Penguins had traded away a prospect, a draft pick, and Alex Galchenyuk. Why are you sighing? Because it was about time. Yeah. <laughs> um, to the Minnesota Wild for Jason Zucker. And at the time, as I was reviewing the trade and looking at what we gave up for Zucker, uh, my initial reaction was that I wasn't really sure what to make of it. Um, and uh, if you if you saw the the video short video that we recorded and put up on Facebook, um, you'll see that uh, some of my reaction there was more or less wait and see. I mean, I knew we had to get rid of Galchenyuk. I wasn't sure about the prospect or about the draft pick, uh, conditional draft pick, first rounder. But um, I was willing to give Jim Rutherford the benefit of the doubt. Yep, because yep. he is a Hall of Famer and um, he's a really good GM, and I was excited to see what this guy could do coming into the lineup. And then um, the very next game, uh, or, or actually the very next day, we were told that he was going to play on the Crosby line. The Crosby line uh, against Tampa Bay, and I thought, well, let's see what happens here. Apparently, he's he's that good that Sullivan is willing to to do that. <clears throat> so, in the days to, in the days that followed, and the rest of this last week that we'll talk a little bit more about as we get going here, um, was very delightfully surprised at what I saw from Galchenyuk. Yes, from Zucker. From Zucker. That's what I meant. Not Galchenyuk. Yeah, Galchenyuk's in in Minnesota, and uh, probably won't watch him for a while. But all that to say, good. Uh, Good stuff from Galchenyuk, good stuff from the Pens, and I like the trade. How about you? Check yes. my video for my response. I'm not going to get into it too much here, but I love the trade. I am perfectly fine giving away prospects and draft picks. Not too many, but I'm perfectly fine with giving away some for the win now mentality. And I was talking with Abby, our sister, about it. My sister, not your sister. Just thinking about it, if Gensel comes back, in the conference finals when we make it there to play Florida. Think about our lines. If everyone's healthy, okay? You have Crosby, Gensel, and Zucker on the first line. Second line, you have Malkin, Cahoon, and Rust. Third line, you have McCann, Bukestad, Hornquist. And that fourth line, you have Bluger, Zach Astonries, and Tanev. And if, even if some people are injured, I mean, you can put Simone in there, you can put Lafferty in there. Mm -hmm. They're still great players. Yeah. And then on our defense, if Marino and Dumo come back, 
We're solid. Yeah. Really solid. And then we have Murray and Jari, who are playing out of their minds. Yep. Murray's finally back. See, that's the thing about Murray. He always gets hot around February. January, February. February. Yep. Middle end of February is when so, he starts coming around. So, it's yeah, and it's good to see him doing doing his thing uh, and doing what he does. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the trade, you know, especially in light of what we saw in Detroit uh, or against Detroit and against Montreal, um, very excited for where this team is going to go. Uh, in the next month and a half, yeah. leading into the playoffs, it's it's going to be fun to watch. They'll be playing some really straight up hockey. Well, and they're going to be playing some really good teams too. So we'll see how that comes down. And uh, again, uh, as Andrew said, if you haven't seen the video, go watch it and for a little bit more information on that trade. All right, so uh, with that out of the way, let's talk a little bit about the games that were this week. Uh, three games this week, all home. Uh, Three-game homestand against Tampa Bay, Montreal, and Detroit. Uh, starting on uh, last Tuesday, the 11th, um, Tampa Bay comes rolling into town. And again, we both believe that the Pens would win this game. Tampa Bay had won the first two. And now coming into Pittsburgh, getting ready to face them, uh, we felt like the edge was Pittsburgh's in this game. What did, what did we say? We both said Pittsburgh was going to win. I know that. You but. said two to one. I said four to three. Okay. And what was the final game score of that game? Oh, excuse me, two to one. So a one to two victory for the Lightning. Uh, Andrew had the right score, two to one, but wrong team, so that doesn't count. But um, here is uh, a game that really I thought the Pens had. Uh, this was a game that I thought Pittsburgh had uh, plenty of opportunities to take. Um, we had a lot of good scoring chances in the first, second periods where we could have won this game going away. Uh, but we didn't take advantage of power play. We didn't take advantage of uh, controlling the puck and the uh, other team's end. Vasilevsky played. Uh, Tampa Bay's goalie played out of his head. Um, he was making some incredible saves. But again, it was one of those things where... It was almost... Uh, the, go ahead. It was almost a game where you wish both goalies could get the win. Yeah. Because they were both playing Yeah. very well. Murray kept us in this game. He most definitely did. This this game, um, this game. I think these two teams are very closely matched. They 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 play the same way, um, and I think if it comes down to these two in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be a fun series to watch. Yeah. Well, each game they played, Tampa won only by one point, except the four no, to two. No. no, they didn't win the first game. That, that game should have gone to True. overtime. But uh, 4-2 was the second game, but they right. got the empty net. Right. So. Right. So, um, again, uh, Murray looked good in this game. Uh, goal scorer for Pittsburgh was? Evgeny Malkin. Malkin. And, um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, a, a decent game for the Pens, but um, not uh, coming away with the win. So, um That was that. That was that. So, um, player of the game for Tampa Bay. Murray. 
Matt Murray. You have to give it to Matt Murray, even though Malkin scored. Oh, yes, but I've got to talk about the game winner in overtime because I saw it oh, okay. live and I was very upset. Okay. You do you now. Boo. You know. I want to preface what I'm about to say before I say it because you know, Andrew, how much I love me some Brian Rust. Oh yeah, Brian Rust. That cardboard cutout. Um, So you know how much I love Brian Rust. However, in this game, at the end, Rust was on with Malkin, and I don't remember who the defenseman was. Might have been Schultz. In the overtime, you have the long change because you switch sides after the third period. Mm-hmm. Rust had been out there for a while. I get it. The puck had come out of the Tampa Bay zone offensive zone, and they were changing their lines, but they had possession of the puck. And Rust goes to the bench for a change, leading to a three-on-two in which whoever it was who scored that Yanni goal. Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord scored the game-winning goal. Now, I love Rust. He's having a great year. I hope he gets out of whatever funk he's in and begins to play like he did earlier in the year. But that was a boneheaded play. Yeah, Malkin had been out there longer than Rust, according to uh, Mike Lane. So the so so to see that happen really made me upset. Pulls your chain, chain. It did pull my chain a little bit, and uh, was a little upset with seeing that. In fact, uh, I was watching the game and I audibly said, "Where are you going, Rust?" Or, or at first, I thought it was Malkin. And I said, where are you going? And then they came down and scored, and I wanted to throw things at the TV and say all manner of bad things. But I kept it in and did not do that. So Good for you. You'll be proud of me. Yes. Anywho. Okay, so we move on to Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Montreal and uh, the Penguins uh, have Tristan Jari in net for this, this game. And he gives up one goal over 60 minutes. And that goal was a good goal. It was a very good shot. By Thomas Tatter. Thomas Tater. Thomas Tater? Tatar. Tatar. And it was a power play goal. So, you know, it was a bad power, uh, bad call. If I remember correctly. I believe it was... Just a minute, I am looking here, sir. 1902, 1902. It was a slashing. Oh, yeah. It's a Patrick Hornquist call. He got called for slashing, and it was. Actually, I thought it was a good call. No, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Agree to disagree. Okay. Anyway, um, that one goal they scored tied the game at one. No, it did not. Didn't it? Nope. Chris Latane got a power play goal. Then Zucker got his first. And then Tater scored. <laughs> and then Zucker scored his other one. And then Zach Estimates got the empty net. Okay. All right. So anyway. Um, so It gave them hope. Yes. I, oh, I do remember that. Because it was like like two and a half minutes before. Well, no. When did you take, when did you take the penalty? Yeah, two and a half minutes. One and a half minute. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. A minute and, and a half it. left in the game. They scored like not even like. 
40 seconds into it, I think. They score. Yeah. And then yep. Zucker, like, three minutes later, comes back and... Not not three minutes, like three seconds. I mean, 30 seconds. Yeah. And he scores. Making it 3-1. to one. Really took the air out of that goal. If he didn't score there, I think Montreal comes back in the third. Yeah, and... very, very, very possible. So, yeah. Um, so... The Penguins showing some good signs here. I loved what I saw from Jason Zucker again. Can I just say, he was set up on that third one, third, third score for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. beautifully by Marcus Pedersen. Oh, absolutely. It and, was a beauty. But, I mean, he was in the right place at the right time, and his stick was on the ice, and he got it up over Price just the way you need to. It was, I mean, he was... He, he did well, yes, but... And it Pedersen, was a good... It was a Pedersen good, did very well. It was a good feed from Pedersen, too, so yeah. Love so, Mason Pedersen as well. Player of the game for Valentine's Day. Who do you think, man? Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker. Jay-Z. There's no way you don't give it to Jason Zucker here. Yeah, definitely. No way. Definitely. Just no way. Good, good call. All good right. Call. Thank you. Moving to Sunday uh, afternoon's tilt with the Detroit Red Wings. Who, my friends... Have just a minute here. I've got to check here. I just I just want to get up their record here real quick. You know, just just you know just 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 to have a little fun. You know, with the with the t- okay, 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 okay. Fourteen wins on the season. Fourteen flipping wins. All right, fourteen, forty-three, and four. Gives them a grand total of 32 points. 32 points, my friends. 32. 32 points. They have a goal differential of minus 106. Oh, wow. Wow. Not a good year to be a Detroit Red Wing fan. I feel bad for Dylan Larkin. I, I feel bad. I, I honestly do feel bad for Red Wing fans. I feel bad for Red Wing fans under the age of twenty. <laughs> well, here's the they thing: they have never seen a good. Here's here's the NHL thing. T- oh. Here's the thing about Detroit hockey fans. You know, for many years they had the best team in the league, year in and year out. They got to see grade A number one players. On the ice. A lot like Boston every night. A lot like Pittsburgh. And now that ship has sailed and they're back to rebuilding. Now, a lot of this, a lot of this is due to some very poor decisions by management, general managers, owners, coaches, etc. However, um, these things are cyclical. We've seen this uh, with when Mario Lemieux retired and... You know, players had to leave, and then we had, you know, things had to be done business-wise. But uh, ultimately, you know, you, you're looking at where the Penguins are right now with Crosby and Malkin nearing the end of their careers, and how much longer they can play, I don't know. But we're going to be in kind of that same boat. Uh, the the Penguins are going to be in that same I don't, boat. I don't believe so. I think we have good enough. I think we young have people. I Gensel, think we have rust. We do have good young talent. That being said, Bluger. But again, is it, you know, it's it, it's grade A talent, but is it top tier talent? Do you know what I'm saying? The dif- yeah. There's a difference there. Because you have, you have Sid and Gino who are like, they are elite players. Will players like um, 
Gensel and Marino, will they step up and be I think Gensel, those elite players? You saw Gensel when we were out of Crosby and Malkin. Yes. He did exactly what he needed to do, and I think that was a peek into what our life will be like as Penguin fans when they Could both be. leave. Could be. As long as he gets tools around him to help him along the way. Agreed. But back to Detroit fans. Okay. Do not give up hope. If you can win the rest of your schedule and everyone above you loses out, <laughs> you can make the playoffs. All you need is Ottawa, New Jersey, Montreal, Buffalo, New York, Florida, and Carolina all to tank, as well as Philadelphia. And then you will finish the season with 74 points. And you will be probably... You could get the third third seed in your division if Toronto utterly fails and only wins two games. There you go. So there you go, guys. There's a little hope. Don't give up hope yet. Still not mathematically out. Not mathematically. <laughs> Physically and... Mentally. Probably. Spiritually. Yeah, you guys are probably screwed for the rest of the season. Just saying. Okay. Uh, but in this game, uh, the Penguins were... Once Detroit scored the first goal, after that happened... Yeah, never mind. They have to play Boston still. You guys can't win. You play St. Louis twice. You play Tampa Bay twice. Play Washington twice, you're, yeah. You're done. You're, you guys, Tampa Bay. Oh, excuse me. You play Tampa Bay four times. You're, bye. Sorry. Sorry to give you that hope. And then, and if you guys are listening to the Penguins fan, uh, Penguins podcast, we'd be more than happy to welcome you to the light side. Come, come on to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, it's okay. At least for this year. We we accept bandwagons. Yeah. Jumpers. You know? Yeah, that's okay. Just as long as you don't go into the Facebook page and you go, Crosby sucks. He's getting traded. Yeah, no. Yeah, not not standing for that. So let's talk about Sorry. this Detroit game. <laughs> let's do that. As I was saying earlier, the uh, Penguins gave up the first goal in this game, um, and again concerns rose as we saw that, thinking what uh, what's going on? Are they going to play down to the competition like they normally do? Uh, but Phil Pula got that first goal. And then, uh, well, and then Patrick Cornquist was just happened. like, come on, boys, get on my back. And he basically carried the entire team. He did. So this game uh, ended up 5-1. Patrick Cornquist with two goals and an assist. Crosby with a goal. Latang with a goal. Uh, we have two power play goals in this game or just the one? We had just the one by Chris Latang. And he has tied his season single season record of power play goals. Yeah, nice. Six. Nice. Well, no one else has scored on that power play, so someone's got to. That's Lyle Malkin scored in the Tampa Bay game. I believe someone also scored in the other game, the Canadiens game. What I am saying yeah, is... Yeah, Chris Latang scored on the... On what the I am saying is... And so did Thomas Tatar. Dear son. Yes, father of mine. Is that this team needs to get their power play in order before too long because... Not scoring on the power play is going to come back and bite you in the butt. Especially in the postseason. Okay, so there was another injury in this Detroit game. Zach Aston Reese went out mid-second period, I think. Yes. Didn't come back to the third period. After further evaluation, he is... Just a minute. He is... To miss time out week to week with a lower body injury. Okay. But we also have good news. Today, Tuesday... 
Don't know, but he may. Dominic Cahoon is a game time decision. So welcome back, Cahoon. But that means our energy line is missing a piece. But I think Patrick Hornquist fit very well on yes. that line yep. in that game. In the Detroit game, because he, he, he took over for that, did double shifts. Mm-hmm. And so I think he will look very work very well with them yeah, for the time being. If there's anyone who could be described as a guy with energy, it's Hornquist. I was thinking Hornquist or Dominic Simone. He plays with that physicality, the nitty-gritty. Yeah, but then who are you going to put on the first line with? Dominic Cahoon. Well, that's true. If he comes back. If he comes back. That's true. If not, you put Simone up on the first line with Crosby and okay. Zucker. All right, cool. And your player of the game for the Detroit game is? Patrick Hornquist. Uh, I, oh, you, you, you can't give it to I anyone would, else. I would, not, uh, I would not agree with anyone else. One thing I saw about my player of the games, they're not your average player of the game. I mean, usually it's Latang, Malkin, Crosby, you know, true. occasional Jari. I mean, you have Murray, you have Zucker, and you have Hornquist. It's big boys stepping up, filling the britches of the people who are underperforming. <laughs> Crosby. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Crosby's doing what Crosby does best. I was just, I was just, I'm, it's a joke. Don't, don't at me. Uh, wow. So, okay. So let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break. This would be a good time for a break. Penguin Stuff is brought to you by nobody right now. Uh, We would love to have you join us and be a part of our sponsorship. You can sponsor the whole podcast or a segment of the podcast. And what we would do is we would just tell people about your product, about your service, about you, whatever it is you want to do. And all you got to do is hit us up at our email account, which is penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Penguin Stuff Official. So give us a chance and sponsor our dance. Welcome back from the break. And now let's get into... Wait a minute. We got to talk about predictions from last week because we both went two and one on the week. There's no punishment. Plus, we don't do that as punishment no more. So if you want to use that as a Biori strip, be my guest. But I don't know what that means. No, you don't. You wouldn't. Again, we talked about our predictions for the coming week last, or uh, not last time, this time. Uh, four games coming up, home against Toronto, at Toronto, home against Buffalo, and then at Washington. Those are the four games for this week. Uh, just to recap our predictions, in case you didn't see the the uh, video, quick video podcast that we put out. Kobe. You stink. I do. Um, Andrew uh, picked Penguins winning 5-1 at home against Toronto, then losing to Toronto at Toronto 3-2. Then the Penguins beating Buffalo six nothing at home, and then losing to Washington at Washington three to two. I have the Pens winning at home against Toronto at Toronto four two five two respectively, losing to Buffalo four to two, and then beating Washington five to two. 
So I am predicting that the goalies will give up no more than two goals in each of the four games this week. I'm also predicting that the Pens And you know win. what the average for that? I'm sorry. Be? You know what the average would be for those? No, I screwed that up because I have Buffalo winning, which means they'd give up four goals in that game. But anyway. Okay, well, if it was... Never mind. If they were all two, the average would work. be two. Yeah, yeah my joke doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Poop. Nice try. So, uh, that's what our predictions are coming up. And so, if you're keeping track, which you're probably not, but if you are, you can write those down. Now we're going to talk about possibilities of other trades that might happen between now and the 24th. With your host, Andrew the Snake Augustine. The Snake. Yeah, I'm the Snake. I don't know why. I picked the Snake. I just picked the Snake. All right. So, rumor has it that we are looking into Eric Gustafson. From the Chicago Blackhawks, and um, what are your thoughts? What, what, what would you do if we traded for him? My thoughts, as I look at where the Penguins stand right now, I think I think we're good where we are. I don't think we need to move forward. Uh, I don't think we need to pull the trigger on any more trades um, to get a, a guy like what's the name Gustafson. Gustafson. Almost said Gabranson, but that's not right. Well, no, we're um, looking into him too. Apparently, why? Don't know. Um, I think we're good at defense. I don't. I mean, I, I look at right now. Our six defensemen are Latang, Johnson, Schultz, Ricola, Ruedel, Pedersen. That's who I was missing. Um, and then when you know when they're healthy, you'll get Marino back. You'll get. Dumoulin back. I, I, I personally, I don't, I don't see a need to pull the trigger on another trade. No. In fact, I was, I was doing some research before the show today, and I was watching. Uh, I think it's NHL Tonight, or one of those shows, um, and they were talking about the possibility of should these guys go or should these guys stay with their current team or should they go. Um, the players. The, the the guys who were on there talking about these players, not a one of them mentioned a possible destination as Pittsburgh for them to go. Um, I think for the most part, most of those guys who are looking at the Penguins or looking at all the teams, looking at the possible trade destinations for some of these guys, nobody's thinking Pittsburgh needs any of this stuff. And quite frankly, I don't I don't think we do either. However... That being said, um, Jim Rutherford is a guy who is willing to do seemingly crazy things on the on the face of it, but they turn out to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they don't work, I love the fact that he's not one of these guys who says, well, you know, I traded for this guy, so we're going to keep him, like evidenced by the Galchenyuk trade and then, or the Kessel trade for Galchenyuk and then yeah. the subsequent Galchenyuk trade for Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that the Penguins will stay put. If they make a move, it'll probably be for another defenseman. Really? I think so. But I think at forward right now, I think we're looking pretty good. See, I was thinking the opposite. You think forward? I was thinking a depth forward, third line, center, and possibly... Yeah, you may be right. Pushing Schultz. He's been looking horrible. His contract's up at the end of the year. Too hot. We're decent. We That's got true. we got Ruedel. We got 
Um, That's true. Ruedel, Ricola, Trotman, three guys who can play if injury arise. But honestly, I think though, if you, I think we could, I, I could see them going after Thornton was the name that was been pushing around. I don't know uh, what he's just, got left. The experience, the drive, one last shot at a cup. You want to go to a cup contending team. Yeah, that's true. Pittsburgh has the best shot at it right now. That's true. Boston's not shopping anyone. Boston's fine where they're oh, at. Bo- Boston. Tampa's fine where they're at. Pittsburgh's the only team that could, who has the best shot at it, who's looking for someone else. And what? with all the injuries, it would be nice to have that veteran on the third, fourth line who yeah. you could bump up or even put him on a wing with Crosby. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It'll I be would interesting. like to see him in it, black it, and gold. It's uh, yeah. I just don't want us to give fun. away too much. Agreed. In return for a agreed guy who's not gonna be around for much longer, maybe a year. Agreed. After this one, agreed. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll see what happens. Again, the trade deadline falls on the twenty fourth, so it's less than a week away, and we will see what happens between now and then. Um, keep in. Uh, keep looking for articles and maybe even a video or two from us. If trades go down, we might get together and just uh, put up a quick video on Facebook yep. or Instagram. So all that say, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. At Penguin Stuff Official. <clears throat> and you can email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. So yep. give us a write or let us know what you're doing and make a comment tell us if we're doing good tell us if we're stupid we don't care we would just love to hear from you so nice and that was our podcast that is our podcast thank you so much for listening to podcast number 20 of this season and we are really 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 glad that you're listening and hope that you continue to listen please like share subscribe to the podcast um share it with everybody you know and consider being a part of the conversation by interacting with us either on Facebook or Twitter or do we have Twitter account? We do not have a Twitter account. Never I mean, mind. We do, but I don't Facebook have Facebook or Instagram uh, at Penguin Stuff Official, or you can email us penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. So we hope that you'll do that and let us know what you're thinking, what you're doing, and uh, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So thanks for listening again, and we will be here next week on SoundCloud and the Penguin Stuff Podcast. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens. (laughs) 